Welcome back, everyone, to Stadia Cast. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. Lloyd, how's it going today? It is going fantastic. I am drinking a fine cup of maple bacon coffee from Bones Coffee Company. Not an ad, uh, but I, I love the coffee so much, and I have to keep talking about it every time I'm having it. Maple bacon coffee. Mm. That doesn't yeah, has... sound... Well, I, I don't know that there's anything that could sound more Canadian, but also not all... <laughs> I mean... I don't know. Maybe poutine. You throw some poutine in there. Poutine. Ooh, that's <laughs> gross. But do you like? Do yeah. you like the taste of maple syrup? I, I do. I do. And so I this... like the taste of bacon. And I, you know, I like the taste of you know breakfasty foods kind of mixed together. So I'm sure it's fine. But it's so it's kind a of really weird that you're drinking it. It's a really awesome dark roast, and it has a little bit of the sweetness from like maple syrup, and it has a little bit of the smokiness from the bacon just on top. Like it doesn't taste like bacon, but it has kind of those aspects and. Um, the only thing my wife asked for, for her birthday this year was maple bacon coffee, uh, because she loves it so much and it's ridiculously expensive to ship from the U S to Canada. Cause it's uh, it's a U.S. company. Oh, um, okay. so I was like, okay, we're going to load her up with a bunch of, uh, bacon coffee and it's, uh, it's really good. Very good. There you go. Well, uh, this week in maple bacon coffee is coming back <laughs> next week, but, uh, today we're going to talk about. Uh, cloud gaming, Google Stadia, and all that stuff. Before we get actually started with the real show, uh, we do record this show live on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. over on our YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this in your favorite podcast player, uh, then head on over to youtube.com slash StadiaCast and click on all of the YouTube things that people always ask you to click on. And that way you get notified when we go live. If you want to support the show, there's a couple of ways that you can do that. You can use the Super Chat feature to make sure that we see your comment. Usually there's a couple of hundred people here when we're recording live, and it makes it easier for us to pick out the uh, those comments if you're using the Super Chat feature. And if you want to get access to some of the videos earlier as well as a bunch of uh, other um, bonuses for becoming members of the YouTube channel, then there's a Join button right down below. As always, we start the episode off with what have we been playing? So, Lloyd, what have you been playing, man? I've been apparently playing all the things. So <laughs> last week we were talking. It's like, oh, it's been so busy. I haven't had time, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I've been playing um, a, a, just a crap ton of Marvel's Avengers. So uh, Marvel's Avengers just got uh, the big version 1.3 patch. So... Um, there was oh, at launch uh, just a suite of bugs. Uh, and this patch that came out on all of the platforms uh, fixed over a thousand bugs. So wow. on on the Stadia version, there's still bugs. Uh, they haven't fixed all the issues that I have with the game. There's one particular issue that is really bad. So there's two factions so far in the game. There's, uh, there's like your shield faction and then there's the inhuman faction. So every day or every 12 hours, I think you have eight tasks. So when you complete them, you get faction XP and you get um, the uh, the the little materials that you need to upgrade your uh, ISO eights um, or no, your artifacts, actually. So really hard to get stuff. And but you can do it every day and it's great, except on my version on Stadia, it's been locked. So they show as checked off and every day it changes to new uh, new tasks, but I can't complete them because they're already checked off so that is still a bug but every other issue that i had with the game has been fixed all the stuttering slowdown has been fixed uh, a lot of the crazy like you go into a room and there's 
six drones flying around and they all target you instantly and you die, uh, that's done. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Avengers. I have all six characters up to level 50. Uh, I have my main, uh, which is Thor. I have him to uh, a power level 141. Uh, the max is 150 and it takes it just a just a an, an immense amount of items to upgrade the rest of your equipment to get up to power level 150 and i'm just absolutely loving the game i'm i'm ready for more content uh they they dropped in the first um uh what is it i guess they call it a raid uh but it's like a like 15 floor um vaults that you can go into and it's really interesting they they changed the way that it works where when you fall, one of your other characters takes over, and once you're through all four of your characters, you've you've basically progressed as far as you can, and it's game over. Mm-hmm. So they're adding like end game content. My only problem is all my other level fifty characters are all power level like thirty or thirty two because I haven't <laughs> spent, right. spent fifteen hours gearing them up. So I'm gonna have to go through and gear them up as well. But man, Marvel's Avengers is so good, and I. I understand people's problems with it. They're like, oh, you're just running the same campaigns over and over and over again. And what I keep telling people is remember Destiny 1 when it first came out. You had already played all of Destiny 1 in the beta, essentially, because you had all all of the the missions that were in the beta were basically the only missions that were in the shipping version, except for one other planet. Um, And I had played that over and over and over and over again. And eventually... They fixed it. They put more content. They did more things, a lot more variety. And I think that's where we are with Marvel's Avengers. But uh, I looked at my playtime, and for someone that doesn't have a lot of time playing video games, I've uh, spent a (laughs) ridiculous amount of time over the last week playing Marvel's Avengers. I'm up over 60 hours, which I was at like 30 or or something last week. So uh, I've spent a lot of time over the last little bit uh, playing, and I think most of it was just last weekend spending spending, uh, like eight eight hours in, in on Sunday, I think it was, uh, playing Avengers, or or maybe it was Monday, something like that. Anyway, but yeah, Marvel's Avengers is very good, and I'm really enjoying it. Have you been getting into any of the multiplayer stuff? Because I know it's a it's a game where it's, you know, you're supposed to be able to play multiplayer, and do, like you, you yeah. mentioned this raid, uh, but then mm-hmm. you, it feels like you're talking about it as if it's a solo experience. Can you talk about that it- a bit? Yeah, so uh, every all the content in the game can be completed single player with three computer controlled um, characters that come with you, or uh, multiplayer with uh, a combination of AI and real people. Uh, I've only done one multiplayer match. Um, I I really wish this game was crossplay because all of my um, my my real friends that play this game are playing on other platforms, so I can't play with them. And it, there just doesn't appear uh, to to have a large amount of Stadia players uh, that I can see. Like when I'm looking at my friends list, there may be one other person that's playing Marvel's Avengers. So uh, I hope Square Enix has um, has has I don't know crossplay on some whiteboard somewhere uh, to talk about the Stadia whiteboard again. Uh, I hope there's some whiteboard and crossplay is something that they're planning, uh, just because it is really tough to get. Um, enough players on stadia um that said what i'd love to do is one one night or weekend plan a multiplayer uh a stream and get a bunch of community members to contact me uh meet up before streaming and then do a nice big like four player um stream with uh with some of the uh community members uh just because i'd love to play more multiplayer i just 
personally don't know anybody that is playing the game on Stadia. Yeah, it's weird because like you and I have these insanely large um, friend lists on Stadia because we said, here's our here's our um, our names and everybody was sent was uh, sending us requests and stuff. And so if there's anybody out there that would have seen a lot of people playing this game, it would be you because yeah. you have a large friends list, but you're, you're just saying you're not seeing people playing this particular game. Um, not a lot, not a lot, but yeah. to be fair, I don't, I don't, um, I'm playing on my Chromecast. I rarely ever bring up the stadium menu to look oh, at what true. people are doing. Uh, but I'm looking on uh, my friends list right now and it has 15 people online and zero of them are actually playing a video game. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anybody playing Avengers. Right I don't now, even I understand how that works. How does that work? What, what are you, what are, what are people doing? <laughs> Sitting on the, uh, on, on like stadia.google.com in Chrome, I guess <laughs> is I what's happening. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. All right. So before we get to the other stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, that you've been playing, I want to talk a little bit about, excuse me, the only game that uh, I played this week. Um, well, okay, that's not true. I played. Uh, we did a trial in ESO yesterday, which was which was super fun. So hello to my my trial team. Uh, but the only other game that I played this week was Uno. Uh, I got a review copy of Uno and I sat down and I played it and I haven't even tried it with the controller yet. I do need to do that. Uh, I bet just playing it with the mouse because it's a card game and you just click on things. That game is great. Uh, the animations are really, really good. Uh, Lloyd and I are going to record a, a, a multiplayer first look sometime in the near future. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like you just like I didn't have any trouble getting a game. I I said uh, cue me up, and within I don't know a minute, I was in a match with another actual person, and a, mm-hmm. a, a, a I think it was two other people and a bot. And then right. halfway through the match, this was really weird. Halfway through the match, we had a uh, our fourth person join the match and replace the bot. Um, which was really kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, like if I'm queuing up and then suddenly I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I get into the game and I've got 17 cards in my hand or the opposite. I have one card and it's the winning thing. Like that doesn't feel <laughs> good to, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm not sure how I feel about, you know, players joining mid game or, I hope that there's a setting that I can check and I don't think that there is because the settings are very bare bones, but I hope that there's a setting that I can check that says, don't put me in a game mid game, but whatever. Uh, the animations are great. It's Uno. It's fun. I haven't tried the, the dark Uno, um, add on pack yet. Uh, but I'll, I'll make sure <laughs> that I, I check that out so I can talk about it next week. But that's the only dark. game that I've played this week and I've had fun with it. Dark Uno add-on pack. I haven't seen that one. I saw the, uh, what is it, Uno Flip or whatever? Yeah, was, well, that's the one was I was on talking about. Uno oh, Flip. okay. Yeah, so the way that like, that works is that each card has two um, abilities on it, and you can do a, you can drop a flip card, and then all of those cards become like the dark versions of themselves. So instead of draw four, it's like draw five and lose a turn and that, that kind of stuff. Uh, and I haven't oh, tried okay. that yet. 
Yeah, I I bought the uh, the full pack as well because I didn't want to miss out on any content if I was playing multiplayer. Uh, and I tried it once, and I was like, "This is insane!" And I went back just to playing the normal stuff. I also played <laughs> Uno last night uh, for about an hour uh, before bed. Um, what what a a fast and fun and awesome game! But um, the one thing that always strikes me about uno is uno is so much luck based more so Mm -hmm. than skill based for the most part so you can go 15 games without winning just because you're unlucky (laughs) and then all of a sudden you're winning three in a row just because you like i got a i got a a hand dealt to me yesterday where i had a a yellow one a yellow miss a turn and then every other card in my hand was all um uh, change the color or change the color and pick up four cards so (laughs) The first card that came around was yellow, so I put my one down. It went around one more round, so I missed a turn, and then I played out the rest of my hand just by playing the color change stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's that's a way to win, I guess. Um, very much luck based, but that's part of the fun because it's no, you're, there's no anger and there's no stressing. It's just you're just playing the game, and if you lose, you lose. If you win, you win. Um, it's uh, it's a perfect quick pick up and play game for Google Stadia. Yeah, and I think that it's it's also a, a good way, you know, you get on voice chat with somebody and you're just kind of shooting the breeze while you play the game. I think it's the perfect kind of game for that. I'm going to say the same yeah. thing about Uno that I said, and I, I think I have already said this on the show before, um, but I'm going to say the same thing about Uno that um, I said about Monopoly. <clears throat> These should be free games and they should sell skins uh, for yeah. actual money. Because way more people would buy them or would, would would play them if they were free games. And then they would be more likely to be like, oh, look, there's the new um, World of Warcraft Uno. I'm going to go ahead and, and buy the themed, <laughs> the themed pack for that. Oh, and then there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. They can they can um, or, or a, a new Avengers movie, you know, to, to build on your theme. You know, they could do it uh, a Black Widow um, Uno thing or a Black Widow Monopoly thing to kind of sure. get people to keep buying skins for the game, and I think it would make so much more money, and the there would be a lot more people playing. I think that because um, I think that Uno and Monopoly, while I'm not a huge fan of the board game Monopoly, digital Monopoly is actually pretty fun. I'm absolutely going to admit that and i'm sure that there are people in my discord who are going to use this against me uh but (laughs) digital monopoly is not it's not the the travesty that board game monopoly is so i think that both of those would benefit from that 100 percent, yeah like the game is only ten dollars so it's not like going free to play would be a huge leap for them it's not Mm -hmm. like this is a 60 dollar title uh, that they then have to hope that enough whales will come by and spend over the $60 to make up for the people that aren't spending. Uh, but yeah, on Stadia, it would be perfect. You you have the base game free, but the only way that you can get it is if you buy a DLC because Stadia doesn't do free-to-play yet. Right, like um, a $3 it, skin. It, exactly. And hope that people want to play the the Rayman stuff or the Rabbids stuff. Like the Rabbids cards are... Uh, crazy there's a bunch of new cards that, that are added like all these skins add new cards and mm-hmm. new play mechanics um that would be a, a really really great way for uh for them to get this out there for more people um th- this game is cross play i believe right so i have no idea um i, I think it is i'm I'm looking for right now and i can't find confirmation of that but i believe it's cross play uh 
but I can't find it right There's now. There's a so couple we'll hundred people in chat. If one of you guys could let us know if the if Uno is cross-play so that we don't slow things down, uh, that would be awesome. Um, I would say uh, another reason that I want it to be free is like they could really capitalize, especially on Stadia. This is this is this is a huge thing. Uh, Ubisoft could really capitalize on the fact that sooner rather than later, everybody's going to be locked up in their houses again. And there's going to be a lot of people who don't have a console. And like, I would like to be able to play a board game like with my mom, uh, who is not in my bubble because she interacts with people that I don't interact with. And so responsibly, we are staying away from each other. But we could easily sit down. Like, she doesn't have a console for us to play on. But I don't want to ask her, hey, mom, uh, why don't you buy $15 for this game uh, to play two or three times with us? But if she tried it for, if, if there was a way to play it for free, but maybe only the host had to own the game or something like that, I think that that would really um, push a lot of sales of this game as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it looks like Uno is not cross-play. Um, the, the one I was thinking of was the old um, iOS um, and Android version. You could cross-play with um, the mobile and PC, so that must be where I got my uh, my uh, signals mixed. Uh, this would be a perfect game for cross-play support yes. as well. Everything needs to be cross-play all of the time. All right, so exactly. um, we talked about Uno. We've talked about Avengers. Uh, you've also been playing um, WWE a little bit, Lloyd? Yeah, I, I picked up, I bought a copy of uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds on Stadia. I was really kind of um, trying to figure out where I want to get this game. Uh, PlayStation would have made sense because that's where my kids play. Um, but where I love to play is on Stadia. So uh, I picked up a version on Stadia. I picked up the Deluxe Edition, which gives you the base game, which is 40 bucks. It gives you $10 in, in credit, and it gives you a bunch of DLC characters that are only available in that uh, deluxe set. And I jumped in and started playing it. I put up my first look yesterday. You can go check that out if you want to uh, watch me play about a half hour of this game. But man, I really, really, really love it. Um, I, I'm a big wrestling fan. Um, we've talked about it on the show before. I watch uh, the pay-per-views with my kids, or my daughter mostly, uh, my son sometimes. <clears throat> and I love wrestling games, but the games I really loved were the N64 era wrestling games because they were more um, arcade beat 'em up style. Uh, they weren't a beat 'em up, but but it was more arcadey than um, the simulation stuff that came out in the PlayStation 2 era and all the way up. So when I found out that 2K Games was making uh, something that was more arcadey, I immediately got super interested and super pumped. And um, the game itself is incredibly fun. You're you're playing uh, with up to, I think the base game um, at launch has 70 characters in it. Wow. Um, 70 actual WWE superstars. And um, it's, uh, you, you're basically playing uh, with your favorite characters in super deformed uh, look. Like you have, uh, in, in, you're basically a triangle with, with feet uh, and, and huge <laughs> heads. And... Uh, you are uh, you, you are playing um, wrestling, uh, but an old school wrestling game. Um, it's it's been so much fun. And the best part about the game is when uh, when you get it, you only have about ten characters. But if you play through the story mode, it unlocks characters. And every single match that you complete, whether you win or lose, 
you get um, the in-game credit, and then you can use that to go to the uh, the toy store uh, thing, which the, the store is based like a toy store with all the un um, all, all the unearned characters. They they look like they're in like blister packs, uh, like you're buying an action figure from That's the mall. Cool. Uh, and then you you buy it, they punch out of it, and then next thing you know, you have Stone Cold Steve Austin or Andre the Giant or Hulk Hogan or any of the newer wrestlers like Kevin Owens and Shinsuke Nakamura and all the female wrestlers. So you can basically play the game how you want. Uh, there's a bunch of unlockable uh, superpowers, um, a bunch of unlockable uh, battlegrounds, which are the arenas that you um, that you fight in. All of the battlegrounds have their own kind of like weird stuff that's happening so the the new york one has like fire uh, on the ground so if you throw pick someone up and throw them into the fire they take a bunch of damage uh i've seen videos of some of the other ones like you're in like uh, a florida swamp and you can actually take people and throw them out the right side of the ring and they get eaten by this huge crocodile uh <laughs> they take a bunch of damage um it, the game itself is just so much fun it's 40 bucks uh for the base version um, and it's crossplay, so you can play with every other version out there. So there's no reason why picking up on Stadia will be a detriment if you like to play games on Stadia. Um, the game it's great it itself is great. The uh, the game looks and plays uh, fantastic. Uh, it is very low resolution. I'm finding so uh, it's a budget title, so that doesn't really surprise me. But it's definitely not 4K. It's 1080p being blown up to 4K streaming to me through my chromecast ultra so i was hoping things would be a little bit clearer but it turns out that's not the case so um i guess my question is do you think like they they made the switch version and then they just po ported that switch version to all of the other um systems I, I that could be it or or they just um on on their design doc they said we're targeting 1080p and that's it they left it there because i don't believe it's it looks any better on uh playstation 4 pro or xbox one uh one x uh or stadia like they all all the the videos that i've watched they have like a little bit of like i don't know blurriness to it um you can tell that they've been they're being blown up a, a little bit but the game itself is so much fun uh, i hear the story mode gets a little bit ridiculous um so your mileage may vary but this would be a fun game to play with your friends and it's a game that's going to be just ridiculously fun in um like four player local co-op so i need to get a couple more stadia controllers and i need to get some more chromecasts uh because this is a game that i'd love to pump jump into with uh with my kids uh playing on the the big tv in the basement it's uh it's ridiculous fun and the best part about it um it comes with 70 characters so you can unlock who you want if you don't like that character you don't have to um, but they're going to be patching in another, I think, 70 characters. So there's going to be what? well over 100 characters in the game. Uh, and they're all it's all free DLC. You just wow. have to use your in-game in -game currency to buy them. Or you can also buy premium currency if you want to take the shortcut to unlock them that way. So um, really fun game. I'm really enjoying it. And I, uh, I, I can't wait to uh, jump back in and uh, punch people with a motorcycle. Uh, because apparently that's a thing that one of the characters does. So I want to uh, I want to unlock that character and do that because that sounds ridiculous. All right, I've got one more question about uh, WWE. I, I I've have never okay. When I was I don't know in grade school, I was a big fan of WWF wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, yep. By the time WWE came out, I didn't even know what it was. So um, <laughs> the all of the wrestlers that I know would be 
Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, uh, you know, the Iron Sheik, all of those very offensive uh, characters (laughs) uh, by modern standards. Um, So are those 1980s WWF characters in this as well? Some of them are. Um, At launch, there's Shawn Michaels, there's Andre the Giant, there's Hulk Hogan, there's Sergeant Slaughter, there's The Undertaker, there's Yoko Zuda. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, I choked. Uh, there's Yokozuna. There's um, uh, The Rock, which was kind of at the the era where it went from WWE or WWF to WWE. Um, and with the 70 characters that are coming, I'm sure there's going to be more of the kind of like old school wrestlers because they're like the WWE roster just isn't that huge. So yeah. I'm thinking that there's going to be a lot more content. Um, and a lot of the characters have alternate styles as well. So if you if you get uh, if you buy the the deluxe edition, you get three versions of Stone Cold Steve Austin play exactly the same. But you have uh, you have the the first version, which him with his leather uh, his leather kind of like vest on with like the skull on the back and and uh, Austin three sixteen on it. Uh, but then there's also versions of him with just jeans. All the characters seem to have stuff like that as well. So uh, oh yeah, Jake the Snake. Uh, thanks Roman. That's the other character I was trying to think of, but I couldn't place it. So Jake the Snake's in the game as well. So um, there are a bunch of old school wrestlers, and then there's a bunch of new school wrestlers, and then there's the wrestlers that have been in WWE for what seems like eighty years. So and they're still wrestling, so they're in there as well. So I, I think there's enough content for people that are old old wrestling fans, new wrestling fans, and everybody in between. All right, let's uh, take a quick break, and when we come back. We're going to talk all about the news and we're back. Let's talk about all of the news that is, and I got to say, there's not a lot of news this week, which is fine because we had a, you know, Lloyd had a lot to talk about for what he played this week. (laughs) The one piece of, well, one of the pieces of news that jumped out at me and I sat down yesterday and I tried to record a video about this, but I, I, my brain is just very very dumb right now. I got, I got a bad case of the dumb brain and I could not get the words to come out of my mouth. So I always do better when I'm actually talking to somebody about a thing. And that's this new Chromecast. And you know, the reason that I saw it was because you tweeted something about it and I was like, Oh, okay. Let let me look at the, the, the remote. And it just got me thinking about this, this remote which are this uh, this new Chromecast, which is Android TV powered, um, and it it comes with a remote. And I know that I've talked about it on the, on the show before, but I think that this is, I think that this is Stadia's Trojan horse into uh, into everybody's living room um, right now. In my house, we have a whole bunch of Chromecasts, and I'm really the only one that likes using them. I mean, my son will use his to play Stadia. Uh, but other than that, if it doesn't have a remote, nobody in the house wants to use it. Um, like my wife will, we've like uh, our bedroom TV is a Roku smart TV, but we already had an Apple TV. So we have those two remotes and my wife will kind of toggle between those two things. She'll either pick up the, the remote or she'll pick up the Apple remote most of the time we try and avoid the Apple remote because it's like the worst remote on the planet. It's awful. <laughs> it is. Um, it is. It, it's real bad. But anyway, 
Um, we try and avoid that remote at all costs. I, when I sit down, I just yell at the Google machine. And next thing I know, I'm watching the thing that I want to watch. And if somebody walks into the room, I say, Hey, pause. And I, it pauses, but nobody else in my house likes using the Chromecast with it because it doesn't have an interface and it doesn't have a remote. The big problem for this is that people sit down. They don't always know what they want to watch. And so unless you know what you want to watch, you can't sit down and, you know, tell like with your voice to the Google Home to watch this because you're not sure what it is. And a lot of people like to browse around. And that's where a remote comes in handy. They want to be able to pick up the remote and look through the interface. Well, if this has a remote, then it's going to have an interface. And if it has an interface... Well, first off, if it has a remote, people are going to be much more likely to use it, I think. And if it has an interface, then there can be a little button on there for Stadia. And that Mm -hmm. means people are going to look at that and they can just advertise right on the screen. Hey, um, here's this new game that just came out and you can play this on your Chromecast, uh, which I think is called Project Sabrina. Yep. So I think that this is their Trojan horse into it. And the the last point that I'll make is that if this has a remote, that means it has Bluetooth. And if it has Bluetooth, it can use a Bluetooth controller. So you could essentially start playing Stadia with no, um, without having to buy anything mm-hmm. from Stadia, uh, other than obviously yep. the game that you want to play. What do you think, Lloyd? hundred percent. Um, I'm like you, uh, I need a I need a I need a controller or I need a, a remote in my hands. Um, I I had the first first Chromecast and I'm like, well, this is dumb. I want to I want to just turn it on and I want to go through content and that's not what the device is. Um, and I know some people love that. Um, some people live on their phones and that's or that's all they they use for a computer is their phone. Uh, but for me, I I like having a menu going through and stuff like that. So when I heard that this one's going to have uh, a remotes, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna buy a bunch of them because if the rumored price of like 50 or 60 dollars is true uh i'm gonna buy multiple of these so i can have a chromecast on pretty much every tv but um your point of stadia being in the interface is great like can you imagine uh you you turn on your your tv you go to input whatever for your chromecast and right at the top of the the pages play cyberpunk 2077 now on google stadia and then you click the button if you don't have a stadia account it it shows you a video of what the game's about it it says hey get uh click here if you want to buy a controller or, or here's a special deal for uh for a stadia pack and you hit a button it's all tied into your your uh your address and your credit card that's already on on uh on google's servers and they say hey here's a, a deal for chromecast uh, owners get three months of stadia pro and a and a stadia controller for 50 bucks you hit the button three days later you have a controller in your house and you're playing whatever games you want to play like they can directly advertise to people on their tv on their big 60 inch television sets um they can show uh, once you have a controller there could be demos baked into it it's like hey this Mm -hmm. game just dropped play play a 30 minute demo or or a 10 minute demo here and then hit a button to to buy it if you want to buy it um it's just a really great way to get into people's houses um having a remote there is important because then it's a device that's going to be used for multiple things uh the, the fact that there's a netflix button on it and a youtube button on it 
uh, is great because then people can use it for multiple things. Uh, I just I like the idea of this um, of this device being more than just uh, just a, a catcher for video streams that you're throwing at it. Uh, I think I think that could be huge. And if they if they uh, lay things out properly in the interface and they really um, f- like surface Stadia as being a thing, I think this could lead to many Stadia controller purchases and then. Of that would also obviously lead into many Stadia game purchases, and it just uh, it gives them a console in someone's house where Stadia really isn't a console; it's a console in the cloud. But it gives them that that interface and that uh, like in-your-face advertising every time someone turns on the device and wants to watch Netflix or or uh, Amazon Prime or whatever. Yeah, and and I absolutely I will say this: I don't like that it's a white. I like I wish that it were black. I know you don't see yeah. the. Um the actual device but you see the remote and i would prefer it be a black remote so hopefully it comes in i just like my electronics to be dark for some reason yeah. i don't know why the, the leak has white uh i think it's like an, a dark blue a pink and some other color like there's there's other color oh, okay. uh, options but i don't think black is one of them and i'd rather have a black one as well because well dark I, is fine i i just don't want it to be white because white just stands out and i just yeah. don't like it but uh i didn't realize that that came in other colors as well i i the, do the white makes it look like this which is some weird remote that came with a light bulb <laughs> that i had that could change colors and i'm like who would want this on their on their table like it just looks horrible um i i'm i agree with you having a white con- a white remote or a white controller uh, white controllers are fine, but white remotes, uh, I think, just get dirty because they're always in your hands. Yeah, uh, but controllers are always in your hands. I, you know, I was always worried about that back in the in the Wii era, about you know the controllers getting grimy looking. Uh, yeah. But I yeah. never had an issue with that. Like, I, I think it depends on what material it's made out of, if it's porous or not. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I think that this is huge. Now, you you mentioned uh, price on this, saying mm-hmm. fifty bucks. I don't believe that. I don't believe that they're going to... Okay, so maybe they'll have a $50 version. I think that that'll be the 1080p version. I think if you're getting a 4K version, that's going to be 160 100 and something like... Like, it'll be a much higher price. Because right now, if you go to buy a 4K Roku, how much does that cost? How much does a 4K... Well, Apple TV, Apple stuff is always more expensive anyway. But, you know, mm-hmm. a 4K Roku, how much does that cost right now? Does anybody know in chat? That'd be awesome if they did. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, fifty bucks seems way too cheap. I, I certainly I think what am it not going to complain, but still, I think like the the GPUs and the SOCs that they'd be using in this device, they all support four K by default now, just because it it doesn't pay to have multiple versions of those chipsets anymore because things have just progressed that far. Um, the 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 leak showed, I think it was like an Amazon listing or maybe it was a Best Buy listing where the MSRP was $60, but the actual price in the thing was $49.99. And I, I, I'm taking that with a grain of salt. I don't think it's going to be that cheap and it's definitely not going to be that cheap up here in Canada. Um, <laughs> but if it's under $100, um, I'm going to buy a couple of them for sure because I'd like to have one on my streaming rig. Uh, but I also like to have one on my big TV and then I can take my CCU and put it somewhere else so I can have multiple places where I can um, connect my Stadia controller and play games. 
it's you know people in chat are saying yeah yeah you can get you can get it 50 bucks for a uh, amazon fire stick that's 4k you can get that's right. 40 pounds in the uk for a 4k roku so i guess i'm just out of touch i haven't bought one of these things in a long time so um th- that's probably uh what's r- the real reason uh for that it's not really out of touch it's just not not accounting for technology moving forward a little bit yeah. where pretty much everything that comes now like like you can do 4k on a, a little um um oh, what is it raspberry pi now <laughs> like you can do multiple <laughs> 4k screens on the the raspberry pi 4a or whatever it can you can connect two micro uh hdmi and have two 4k screens on this little tiny computer that's the size of a credit card um so things have progressed a little bit you know I'm going to I'm going to call an audible and go a little bit out of order. Um, you know, we were we we're talking about how making a change like this, which it doesn't really seem like it's about Stadia, can be about Stadia. Um, there's a, an official blog uh, over at uh, blog.google.com, obviously. And if you uh, go there, you can see that they're talking about Chromebooks a little bit. And in that, if you scroll down, they talk about. Uh, Stadia and GeForce Now running on Chromebooks. They're you know they're trying to use this in order to sell Chromebooks. And I know that there's going to be people who are like, why are they talking about GeForce Now? Because they're trying to sell Chromebooks, and they they want people to buy a Chromebook. If that means it's because they are using GeForce Now, then there you go. If it means it's because they're getting uh, doing Stadia, then there you yeah. go. Uh, but here's what they had to say on this. Um, they said playing high quality video games on your Chromebook is now easier is e- is now easier than ever. With Stadia, you can instantly stream and play games like PUBG, Destiny 2, and more on your Chromebook without waiting for installation, downloads, or updates. Chromebook users uh, also get three free months of Stadia Pro for free by going to a website. Um, I forget what it is, but uh, yeah. um, like Lloyd and I both took advantage of that, uh, which was awesome. And then if you yeah. scroll down a little bit more. Now, they've got this new thing where they are certifying that certain controllers work with Chromebook, which is really, really good. So here's what they have to say. Pick up your favorite, I'm sorry, pick up your perfect teammate for gaming on Chromebooks with our Works with Chromebook certified controller. Take control of Stadia gameplay with the Stadia controller or try out the Logitech F710 and F310 wireless gamepads to play games from the Play Store on your Chromebook. So um, you're going to start seeing these uh, icons on packages of uh, video game controllers that say works with Chromebook. And I think that that's going to uh, help push people towards Stadia because a lot of people buy Chromebooks and they, they buy them not necessarily, or not with gaming in mind, but they, they end up picking up these things and then they're like, oh, look, I got three free months of Stadia I don't have a controller. Let me go find a controller. And then they have this Stadia controller that they get that, that says works with Chromebook. So then they buy that and they take it home. And next thing you know, they're playing, you know, you mentioned earlier Cyberpunk 2077 or Avengers or uh, on a Chromebook. Uh, that's a really, really compelling thing. And it's it's a way for Google to, I don't want to say advertise, but a way for them to capture a market that otherwise wouldn't necessarily be paying attention to this kind of thing. 
Yeah, and it's it's ridiculous. Like Chromebooks, I I bought a Chromebook for my daughter because we we had one that I bought last year for um schooling from home. Uh, but I was like, I don't want my kids to fight over this stupid laptop. Um, I was looking at Staples of all places, and they had a uh, I think it's an Acer. I want to say um, it was a three hundred dollar Chromebook on for one hundred fifty bucks, <laughs> and I'm like, yep, sign me up. Picked it up. Um, she loves it. And it also came with that three free months of Stadia uh, because of the offers that are available through Chromebook. And you can play Stadia on it for $150. It's ridiculous. And you can play all these other things on it as well. Um, it's such a cheap, a cost-efficient way to get into uh, computing if you don't just want a tablet or a phone. Um, and having them focus on gaming is great, uh, provided that all the stuff that is coming for gaming with the OS can be turned off uh, before schools that have uh, Chromebooks. Uh, if it's an easy way to turn all that stuff off, uh, but then have it, maybe you can turn it on with different accounts or whatever. Um, it's it's such a great way to get in into and play games. Um, the 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 cheaper Chromebooks, uh, unless you're wired, um, the the I've I've had issues with the Wi-Fi uh, just not being strong enough um, and and having some like lurching and stuff on on Stadia. Um, but the one that I bought my son last year or bought everybody last year, uh, it, I played five hours, ten hours of Stadia on it with uh, zero problems. It's such a great platform. And this works with Chromebook stuff means that in the future, there'll be more than just the Stadia controller that you can use on your Chromebook. You can try all these other ones. They work. You can connect wirelessly to the laptop and then wirelessly from that to uh, Stadia, hopefully in the future. Um, I think it's going to be a good thing for Google all around. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, Hotline Miami is arriving um, in two days on Google Stadia. Hotline Miami and Hotline Miami 2 have you ever played these games, Lloyd? Yeah, I played and loved the first Hotline Miami. Um, it's it's a game that is more like a puzzle game. It's super violent. Like you basically you're breaking into houses and killing all the people to steal money and drugs and all the other stuff. Uh, you're you're like a, a crime lord or you work for a crime lord. Um, and it it plays more like a puzzle game than an actual action game because you 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 either quickly beat the level or you die. And if you die, you restart and you're 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 able to get back in and and play it. Uh, I didn't like Hotline Miami 2 so much because a lot more stuff is happening off screen. So you can get shot by people that you can't even see, uh, which which sucks. Um, but um, these coming to Stadia are going to be great. They're um, quick pick up and play games, um, easy to get in, uh, play a couple rounds and then move on with your life. So um, these are great pickups for uh, Google Stadia. Awesome. Uh, real quick, I'm just going to mention that there's a couple of interviews for you guys to check out. One was an interview that we had with the developers for Outcaster. It's not like an audio interview. It was like we emailed them a bunch of questions and they emailed us back some questions along with some uh, screenshots that they said were exclusive. So if you want to check that stuff out, go to the show notes uh, and you can. I'm sure that you can find them over at runjumpstomp.com as well. There's also, uh, and one of those official uh, Stadia interviews with Crow Team, you know, it, it's always just kind of like, hey, why, uh, why how come Stadia is so great? And tell us why your game is awesome. You know, that kind of interview. But you know what? I'm really excited for um, for Serious Sam. Is it four? Four, yeah. Four, yeah, for Serious Sam 4. Uh, that game comes out on September 24th. 
uh, which is, you know, somebody had posted this in the in, in our community discord link in the description down below. Um, just like it was, I don't know, it was like a 30 second clip of um, Legion mode in Serious Sam 4 where there were like thousands of things on the screen. And oh my god, that game is beautiful! <laughs> like it is gorgeous. Yeah. Like the sky, I like it. Just it looked absolutely amazing. Are you are you hyped for this game? Um, I I've always I've had a soft spart a uh, soft spart soft part of my heart um for uh Serious Sam. Like this is a game back in the PC era where you had like a hundred enemies running at you on the screen, and it's just like oh my god, I can't believe there's so many things on screen at one point. And this was like in the DOS era. Like this is like way back in in the day. The days of like early windows uh 95 or whatever 95 betas or whatever um and the the games themselves were all always let's take what is current in first person shooters and then let's just make it ridiculous and the games have always been that way um except for maybe um the third one which kind of went out left field a little bit uh the fact that this looks like a modern game with like a thousand enemies on screen or a hundred enemies on screen uh, is fantastic. Uh, like there's individual blades of grass, there's flowers, there's like all the trees, everything looks real. Um, I can't wait to jump in and play this one um, when it comes out in like four days. Uh, it's ridiculous that it's here so soon. Absolutely. All right. So that's it for the news for today. Uh, if there's something that we didn't cover, you can always get a hold of us on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, um, you know, I asked before the sh- before we went live, I I asked, uh, what did you guys want us to talk about? So we'll check that out in a second. But first, let's uh, take a quick break. And when we come back, it's crowd play. we're back and while we were talking about stuff we had a bunch of people who are supporting the show uh you guys are absolutely fantastic so thank you very much for that uh we had uh consigno jay dangle 25 and deflem they all sent in super chats without messages or with like the weird dancing pair or whatever and we really do appreciate the support so thank you very much Ray Sherrod sent in a, a super chat saying that uh, WWE Battlegrounds is awesome. So he agrees with you. Um, nice. And I like you said that you think that they they nailed the price point on that, right? Yeah, it's like $40. 30 would have been a better price for it, um, like half price of a normal retail game. Uh, but I think $40 is, is pretty decent for the amount of content. And the fact that we're getting basically double the wrestlers added for free you just have to buy them with the in-game currency Uh, i think that's a pretty decent price point for it so then anthony talcott thank uh thank you very much uh ray by the way uh but then anthony talcott sent in a super chat he said if the new chromecast has a dedicated operating system like the fire stick what features ui fixes etc do you want that aren't on stadia now for me a random game slash team up generator button Okay, so I don't understand what he means by team up generator, but a random game button, cool. Uh, that that's that's a neat thing. What I would like is for it to be faster, yeah. because the uh, the, the it, it's obvious that the current uh, Chromecast 
the the Stadia was shoehorned onto the current Chromecast because it just doesn't have the horsepower. Like it can, you can you can play 4K games no problem, but when you bring up the menu, it is so slow and it doesn't have enough RAM or something like that. It just feels like crap. So I I do hope that that's something that gets fixed. What 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 about you, Lloyd? What what features do you want added to? an actual Stadia UI on the uh, the new Project Sabrina thing. I, I'd love for the Stadia interface to be more like a PlayStation or an Xbox interface where you have um, the game icons, you can move them around, you can put them in folders, you can organize things a little bit better. Just um, like in the web browser, if I want to play a game that I got when Stadia first launched, I'm scrolling down like pages of after pages after pages of games of course i'm in a little bit of a weird place because we review so many games and i've bought i've bought all the games uh like i have i have such a huge stadia library that getting to the one game i want is annoying um search would be nice um but just having the ability to have uh, a a list of your games that you want to play and then folders for all the other stuff would be would be fantastic um yeah the the interface right now on chromecast is not so good uh it's super slow um but like you said it was it, it's a streaming only box and then they had some sort of user interface put into it because stadia needed a user a user interface mm-hmm. i will say this um as far as features that i would like to see and I, i'm just thinking outside the box like yesterday i was doing um our weekly elder scrolls online raid and that i missed um, it what? Yeah, I know. We, we were we, we 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 still survived, but we missed you. Um, <laughs> but we were doing the the raid, and um, at the same time, Bethesda was doing some kind of I don't know some stream that where um, like you got some some loot if you watched the stream, and they were talking about like their plan for the rest of the year and and that kind of thing. And so I'm sitting here in the in my office, and I was playing the game on this screen. And I was watching the Twitch stream on that screen, and I was in Discord with, uh, you know, our raid team. Um, and you know what I would really like to have on Stadia is a picture-in-picture mode where I could be playing a game, and just in the bottom right corner, or the bottom left, or you know, wherever would make sense for the game. Uh, I could watch, uh, I don't know, like Star Wars or something in the corner while I'm playing a game, especially for, <laughs> you know, a game like, I, I don't know, a, a, any kind of game that doesn't require me to pay attention to dialogue Uno. or something like that. Yeah, Uno like would be Uno a, a would great, be great. great like, usage for that. I would love to see picture in picture on mm. the new interface where you could just say, all right, I'm watching this and now also launch Uno on Stadia and I can play that while I'm watching. <laughs> right. Yeah, that that would be a really great interface. Um, it would be also would be really nice. I know Google wants to sell more of these guys uh, because this is the best way to play Stadia. Uh, but I really hope that the ability to pair PlayStation and Xbox controllers to Sabrina is a thing and then the ability to then use them wirelessly to play Stadia and other games because you can you you probably are going to be able to download uh, app like Android apps to to that device and play games that way in the future. Uh, But it would be really nice if you could then um, I could use my Stadia controller and also all the extra PlayStation 4 and Xbox controllers I have in the house so that I could do a four-player game of Uno mm-hmm. or WWE Battlegrounds without having to buy more Stadia controllers. 
um, that would be a really amazing um, new feature for this device. And, you know, people just said in chat a, another awesome way to use picture in picture would be to watch Stadia cast while you are playing uh, Bomberman or something. So there you go. Yeah, I'll All tell right. you. I'll tell you, Google, um, I'm going to give this to you. You can have it for free. Uh, <laughs> just link to our YouTube channel and put it as an icon on on your new Chromecast. And uh, we're fine with that. You can you can stream all of our content for free on the service that you provide to us, which is also free uh, <laughs> on the new Chromecast. And we'd be OK with that. Oh, yeah, I would be definitely OK with that. Uh, we got a super <laughs> chat during that conversation from Jem. Uh, they said, I will take this time to promote Crash Bandicoot 4. <laughs> he is incredibly, um, uh, pu not punctual. Uh, what's the thing where you can, predictable? It, like it is, it is like the, the sun coming up that Jem yeah. is going to say something about Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot 4 uh, each and every episode of Stadia Cast. So thank you very much for that. All right. Death, taxes, and Jem talking about Crash. Those are the, the three things in life you can you can just you know are are there at all times. That's right. All right. We've got just a couple of minutes left. Uh Ruben Dejaling just said to continue the camera fund. Uh great content, guys. Well, thank you very much for the super chat. And maybe someday Lloyd will get another camera. Uh, but you know, you guys are awesome. We do appreciate it. All right. Before the show. I tweeted out. I said, uh, Lloyd and I are getting ready to rec record StadiaCast in less than an hour. What do you want us to cover? Joel Thompson said, can Google miss out on games like Hogwarts Legacy and still succeed? Um, I'm going to give you my answer. And uh, my answer is absolutely. There are so many games to play. You're not always going to have all of the games that you would like to play on the platform that you would like to play it on. But yep. in the past, that was kind of a huge problem. Not really that big of a problem these days because there's just so many games to play. Uh, I, so I'm not worried about that. And sure, would I like to play, you know, would I like to hang out in Hogwarts back in the 1800s with uh, horse-drawn carriages? Sure. Am I going to buy a PlayStation 5 for that? No, because that's $500 <laughs> plus the cost of the game. So... Probably not. What do, what do you think, Lloyd? Can Google miss out on the games like that and still survive? Well, if you look at the sales numbers for the Nintendo Switch, um, they set a record for the most uh, money and the most number of units sold in August of, of all time in video games. Uh, the Switch doesn't have Hogwarts. It doesn't have uh, any of the new Sony exclusives, doesn't have Microsoft exclusives. But it does have Nintendo exclusives. So um, I, I hope that we find out soon what's happening with uh, Google's internal studios and what's coming from them. We know Sirius Sam 4 technically, I guess, now is an internal Google studio because um, Google bought some of that or the people. There's some weird stuff going on in the background there. But I want to know what Jade Raymond, I want to know what all the other stuff um, coming from Google is going to be. Because if, if Google has a set of exclusives that are awesome um they don't need the hogwarts they don't need all these other games that are coming out of the ea sports games all this other stuff because they have their own content um where it is on stadia now um there isn't a lot of exclusives coming yet um and that will change in time it took a while for uh for the switch to get exclusives other than nintendo owned titles um from other companies and that happens with new platforms yeah i i don't personally think that uh, absolutely um exclusives help 100 percent. 
I don't even think that that Google needs exclusives in order to survive or to succeed because it's really, you don't have to buy, like there's nothing to buy. You just yep. buy the games. And so if there's a game that you want to play and it happens to be on Stadia and you want to be able to play it on your uh, TV or your Chromebook, then you buy it from Stadia. And people yep. just... I think that people forget that it's also, it's just a store. It's not a, a way of life. And, um, you know, you don't have to buy in. Like somebody asked me the other day, they said, are you going to, they, they oh no, I saw a Twitter poll. It said Xbox, PlayStation, or Stadia. And I thought, why does it have to be an or proposition? Maybe I can get an yeah. Xbox and still be able, and, well, no, I can definitely still have stadia even if i buy an xbox and even if i buy a playstation i don't have to uh, avoid those other things my stadia is not going to stop working because yep. i bought an xbox there's not an either or proposition uh, but anyway thank you for the cool. the question joel i think that's a, a good conversation point and uh exactly i would like to see hogwarts on Stadia, but I, you know, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. I don't even know who's uh, WB publishing that. WB, yeah. Oh, we WB already have games. WB games on Stadia, so it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, Russ Russ Stevenson in the chat room sums it up just as succinctly as you possibly can. Exclusives bring people, and people bring third party ports, and that's exactly uh, right. If if there's a, a thousand people playing on a platform no developer is going to spend time and money to make a game for that platform. But once your platform has a million, 10 million, 20 million people, that's when they say, okay, by default, we're going to port every single thing we make to that platform. So uh, Stadia is not even a year old. Um, it's It still has a, a lot of life ahead of it. So let's hope that we get a lot more people playing, uh, which has those numbers, subscriber numbers go up. And then a lot more third-party developers and publishers want to bring their games to the platform so that every new video that comes out has a PlayStation, an Xbox, and a Stadia logo, along with PC and all the other platforms as well. You know, this is something that I didn't really think of, but Larry and in chat just said this. He said, everyone has Stadia already, just not everyone is using it. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, okay. People who live in countries that don't have Stadia, don't be mad at us for saying that. But <laughs> everyone who like there are like there are lots of people who have access to Stadia that just aren't using it. Um, and I think that that is a very good point. All right. Uh, one last uh, comment came in from uh, Sammy uh, on Stadia. He asked. Uh, here's an interesting one. Would people be willing to pay a reduced price, like half the purchase price, to rent a game on Stadia for a week or two, much like renting a movie on Google Play or Amazon? This is a very mm -hmm. interesting question. I, you know, in the past, I probably would have said yes. But when I go to... I will not rent a movie anymore. I only mm -hmm. buy movies. Um, the The rental price is always too much for... Like I can buy a movie for twenty bucks, and I, or I can rent a movie for five bucks, and I feel right. like the the like there's no incentive for me to rent a movie. But buying a movie, I will buy a movie, no problem. And it, I think it goes the same way with games. If if I'm going to spend money on a game, I want to have that game. What do you think, Lloyd? Do you think game rentals is something that would really help a lot? 
Um, I, I think it would be interesting. Like rentals were a huge part of the industry for for decades. And then next thing you next thing you know, uh, like rentals went away. Every single video store went away. Every single um, just place where you could actually rent games went away. Um, having the ability to say, I want to play Assassin's Creed for a weekend. Here's five bucks. That would be a great way to um, kind of change up the industry. And it would make it even easier for people that see a, an ad pop up on um, on Google uh, for whatever new game. It's like, hey, uh, rent this for the weekend for five bucks. And you hit the button, you're playing on your PC uh, for $5 or $10 or whatever that, that price would be. Um, I think that could be interesting. I, I just, I don't know if, um, if publishers would want to do that just because a lot of games can be beaten in a weekend. And if you're only getting Ooh. 10 or $30 for, from a customer instead of $60 from the customer minus the 30% cut of whatever the platform holder has, um, it would, they would make less money at the end of the day. Um, so I'd love to see it. I just don't think that would be something that would come up. Um, so thank you, huge thank you to Consigno for sending in what? another super chat for the camera fund. Um, that's, <laughs> that's you guys are insane. Thank you for the support. We really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, as far as rentals go, I, it's not something that I would do, but you know, there's probably a lot. I mean, the, the red box things here in the States, those exist for a reason because there are people who want to rent stuff. So, uh, yep. I, I, forgets often that not everybody will want to do things the same way that I do. All right. I think it's time for us to wrap up the show. Uh, big thank you to everybody who did super chats, uh, or became members today. You guys are all fantastic. We really do appreciate it. Um, follow the show on uh, Twitter at StadiaCast. You can follow Lloyd on Twitter at Dasme. That's D A S M E. You can follow me on Twitter at run, jump, stomp, uh, and uh, make sure that you tell us what you guys think of the show and what you are excited about for Stadia because it gives us things to talk about each and every Sunday uh, on our YouTube channel at 10 a.m. You can also join our Discord and keep the conversation that's happening right now. Like there's been almost like we almost got up to 400 people uh, watching today. Mm -hmm. And if those people joined our Discord, you could keep the conversation going. So there's a link in the description down below, or you can go to runjumpstomp.com to join the Discord, or you can also join Lloyd's Discord over at his website, which is res.tv. Uh, that's it for us today, Lloyd. I hope you have an awesome day, man. You too, Bill. Thanks, everybody. Uh, I said it in the chat. You're all amazing. Uh, we appreciate all of you folks so much for spending a chunk of your Sunday with us. Uh, just appreciate you all. Thank you.